All right, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll just start it out and let uh, Hennigan uh, mm-hmm. settle a debate from two of his peers mm-hmm. uh, from Sm- Smart Fuck Academy. Oh, okay. yeah. Go on. on KVOA, the local uh, morning uh, news that I, I tape, because it comes on at 6 a.m. I'm not always up at 6 a.m. So I tape the morning news with John Overall, Nicole Semery, uh-huh. uh, Melanie Hunter with the traffic, and Jeff Beamish with the weather, mm-hmm. and sports with Paul Sikala. And that's how he's the one I, I'm sure I've mentioned before. He has that fucking run on. It's the whole newscast is complete anchor man. And his, the sports guy, his sign off is have a powerful, uh, a positive and productive day filled with lots of joy. But he, he, his name is Paul Sikala, but he pronounces it wrong. And he's, it's like Chaley. He's, he pronounces his own name, Shaley, but it's Chaley. It's spelled C-H. Paul Sikala says it as though he's correcting you when you said it wrong. No, it's Sikala. He, he emphasizes the first syllable, so I tweeted at him today, hey, you're pronouncing your name wrong, because I'm a friend. I'm a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. watch it every day. Jeff Beamish. I make awkward homosexual tweets at him here and again. He doesn't respond anymore. <laughs> uh, and I said, uh, hey, you're pronouncing your name wrong. You're putting the accent on the first syllable and uh, instead of the second syllable, and you're making it sound silly. And someone said, it's not an accent, it's stressing. Uh, and anyway, two guys like you got into an argument. Whether <clears throat> Is that right to say you're accenting the first, uh, putting the accent on the first syllable? No, he's putting the stress. And then two guys from Smart Fuck Academy, like Brian Hennigan here, got into some uh, battle about the proper uh, English. Yeah. Grammar. Grammar. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's grammar. Would it be Uh-oh. grammar? <laughs> no, it'd just be pronunciation. Phonetics? Uh, Whatever. I, I, I so mean, it, at this distance, with no, no more knowledge than what you've just given me, I would have to go with uh, it's a stress or emphasis. All right, well, they had a... I didn't... This is not how the podcast is supposed to start. Can you just shut that to hey, fuck the dog? No, you did say uh, my name I pronounce incorrectly. Yeah. Yes. It's spelled C-H-A-I-L-L-E, yeah. and I say Shaley. Yeah. Or it's Chaley. And you say it's Chaley. Yeah, C-H. And where's uh, and Junior Stopka out of? Chicago. Okay. Just one check. Yeah. I'm wrong. Where Chair is from. <laughs> <laughs> I also think Sunny and chair. Yeah. yeah. No, I got you. Uh, just before we started, you were talking about. Hang on. Let me get back to it. It's oh, not yeah. fucking. Hi. I, this is Paul Sikala with sports. You oh, don't you... say a fucking name like that. Fuck you, Paul Sikala. Can he say his name any way no. he wants to? No, we can't. No. Okay. No, you can't just pick things like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like origin has a big part in it, doesn't it? And how he grew up saying his name? Yeah, it was constantly corrected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless his, unless his middle name is Christopher and his last name is Kala, he shouldn't be pronouncing it like that. Well, it's like if you called him Paul Bacala and you know it's Cicala. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Bicala. No, it's Cicala. Okay, now go to back to correct with Cicala. All right, thank you. Mm. Fucking won another argument. All right, Brian Hennigan's here. Uh, Greg Chaley's here. 
<laughs> we were fucking so close to getting the uh, 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 oh. Derek and Bree on people's court, but he had Wii Golf tonight. They go over to neighbor Dave's and play the Wii Golf with Floyd. Kenny bailed out just in case action started over here, but it never did. So we're going to have to do that after Vegas. In the meantime, we have a, a fan. Oh, there you go with the fucking thing. What? That. It's coming through that. I don't know. I was, I was trying to play the people's court. God damn it. Right. We don't have to play the people's court because it's not happening. It goes back to the last podcast. Chad Shag was ready to jump out of bed and fucking drive 45 <laughs> minutes to get here in time for people's court. But we'll make it happen afterwards. But this place just got loaded with bugs. It was fine. And now I can't wait to get out of this fucking place during monsoons. I live in the desert because shit is dead. That's what I like about it. So during uh, July and August, the rains come and then everything gets green and everyone mm -hmm. applauds. And then it's just masses of fucking gnats and mosquitoes and flies. And I fucking hate them. And as soon as... The first freeze comes, and I just watch dead flies. I don't even clean them out of my, my, uh, you know, where the underpants window. window uh, you leave them. Yeah. You leave them there as a warning to exactly. other insects, like yeah. apocalypse now. Yeah. yeah, heads on stakes. I do the same thing with unanswered emails. <laughs> Very effective. All right, the big news uh, right out of the gate today. Boom. And uh, Friday when you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, the announcement that uh, the new special, Doug Stanhope's No Place Like Home, is uh, going to premiere on CISO. Explain CISO to the people, when, Brian Hennigan. When, when, when? Oh, oh, September 15th. September 15th, yeah. So Which is, uh, 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 coincidentally, Mother's Birthday. How about that? Yeah. How about that for nice? So CISO is a streaming platform, basically like Netflix, that was started up by NBC Universal because they thought, why should we be giving away or selling our content to other people when we could perfectly well do this ourselves, particularly now that we're owned by, I think, Comcast, and they have huge deep pockets. Yeah, I guess there's a few uh, pigs fighting for the tits in this uh, whole streaming business. Yeah. Uh, and uh, CISO came up strong. They yeah. get, they, uh, I can't name a lot of names. Uh, I'll just drop their names later. Actually, Big J Okerson, he, he, his is already out on CISO. And uh, John Doerr uh, and a guy I just talked to that's a good friend of mine. Uh, but the paperwork's not done, so we can't announce it. I'll just ease his Everyone is later. raving about the Dan Harmon show. Harmon Quest, I'm already, uh, well, it took only I, one, one evening to get through the entire season. It's fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, that was, that was worth the, uh, the subscription right there. They also have Monty Python, apparently. Yeah, Monty Python, four Wait, seasons. Wait, now he has a series? Yeah, called Harmon Quest. Because I saw his like, documentary. Right? Uh, Harmon Town. Yeah. And All we right. liked that. Yeah. And uh, that was my, that was, I realized who he was from that, that documentary, Harmon Town. Well, the, uh, Tracy, what's the dungeon master, dragon master, what? Spencer is there, uh, the the Dungeons and Dragons guy that was like yeah, another yeah, yeah. another little storyline through that that uh, documentary. Hey Kenny, will, will you uh, just dim the lights and kill the upper lights and dim the bar lights because it's got that feeling. This podcast, Tracy is uh, Can you, uh, whittling no, yarn opposite. or whatever. There yeah. you go. Yeah, just yeah, just but dim, a, yeah, dim, dim them a little dim bit. Dim those a little bit. 
No, no, the, the <laughs> bar lights, the bar lights. He grabbed the bottle opener that's affixed to the wall. Well, that was one there way. There was a trending topic on Twitter tonight as we're waiting for Brian to get in his pints enough to talk on the podcast. And it was a, uh, the worst pain ever in three words was the hashtag. So we're killing time. just and, and Kenny's just sitting there trying to figure out what was his first one? Four words. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> it was something about it, it must be broken yeah. or something. I think yeah. it's broken. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's been sitting there just in a, a daze trying to think of three words that are three words and not four <laughs> or two. Do you have another one? Have you come up with one yet? No. All right. Oh, you okay. have till the end of the podcast. Uh, Harm request uh, is basically Spencer, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons guy that's in Harmontown. He's a, a, a total fixture now, and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons with three like recurring characters: Dan Harmon, uh, the gal, which we found out is his live-in wife or some, something, and then uh, Jeff Davis. Is that I think that's his his sidekick, and then they bring in a celebrity or a someone someone notable, and they go through it, and it's animated for parts of it, and it's fucking hilarious. So it's like comics with coffee yes, and cars, absolutely. but with Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and cartoons. And, and they have either played it or they haven't. And it's just like a really, uh, Harmon uh, described it as, it's a really weak uh, improv open mic. <laughs> Which, I, I, I Listen, just sold I, it I, to I, you. <laughs> I, I, I love that guy from Harmontown. Yeah. Uh, and he's like... He does a travel uh, on that. He does a traveling podcast, which we've talked about, and we'll only do it if Chad Shanks involved. Yeah, <laughs> but this this is good, and I love it. I, I mean, Tracy and I went, got through it in one night, uh, or actually two, over two days. How we got through people, the entire? Ten. How do people get CISO? Uh, Google. Yeah, just CISO.com. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I look to Brian because Brian's he's the guy with the facts. Yeah. Uh, I, I, did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons? No. no. Did you? No, no. We played play. Risk. I did. Risk was good. I don't... And then once I forgot how to play it, I remembered how much of a pain in the ass it is to learn to play no. it. And then who has fucking nine What's hours? Risk? I couldn't play Risk because thinking about playing Risk got me so excited I couldn't play it. <laughs> it's, like you, it's you like not being able to watch Man U yeah, play it like the game. Not, it's like not being able to watch soccer. I just it gets me too excited. Is Risk the one world domination? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Never. Yeah, I used to get too excited you, you by that. Yeah, yeah, you wonder why Hennigan might have a problem playing that. <laughs> I think we actually uh, used the pieces from Risk when we ran out of sorry pieces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyone for a game oh, of Candyland? Let's gas all the Urkuks. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, there was another game called Apocalypse that involved nuclear weapons. Apocalypse then? No, it was, apoc- it was just called Apocalypse and involved nuclear weapons. I like that one too. The, um, you didn't okay. have a lot of friends growing up, did no, you? No, I obviously had to have friends to play the game again. Live friends, yeah. you meant. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them are pedophiles. We have that arm wrestling game that Kenny plays by himself uh-huh. where you have to compete against each other. And uh, Kenny will just hit both buttons and arm wrestle against himself one way to guarantee you're a winner well it's really hard to actually play by yourself it's designed to play with two people you have to go yeah lefty's gonna lose lefty's gonna lose you're a lefty so uh my point being is hennigan could have played world domination against himself all by himself in those short pants that you picture knickers i guess they call them (laughs) or jodspurs 
Dark person. <laughs> you picture Brian Hennigan as a little boy, and it's the same little boy from Pink Floyd, The Wall. Yeah. <laughs> Mummy, when's Daddy coming home? He's no. <laughs> that was brilliant. He's not. <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's funny. I just thought because um, I was going to say, I, um, obviously playing Dungeons and Dragons, I quickly became. Oh, you played a lot. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I I remember getting the first. I remember having the first, the first Dungeon Master book by Gary Gijax. Gijax never knew how to pronounce it. Uh, flown over, and I felt I was. I think I was the second or third person in the UK. To get it, I was so excited. Wow! Yeah, and I gave it up immediately. I mean, like, soon, obviously, yeah, you, you reach I don't the play. top. Yeah, I don't it's play. like my career. You get bored with things quick, and you, <laughs> you know. move on. Yeah, <laughs> but I still reprise the term dungeon master every time I book a tour for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke about our accommodations. That's his, that's with. his fake hotel name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're trying to like this. Uh, this we, we should be more celebratory. Oh, we are. It. Hey, the special. We're announcing. The but that's special. how we do things. We do this all the time. The fucking we, we are shit at, we're shit at celebrating things. I don't even know which one yeah, it is. No, the, here's the thing is we couldn't announce this forever. The Ever. same reason I can't announce who else is going to be on CISO. Get CISO. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we've we've we filmed this fucking thing in November. You have to understand. I developed this special over like 18 months to where it got to the point we filmed it. And that was last November. And then you start getting into finger fucking with every you know, lawyer and agent and shit and who's got a bidding and all right, this is coming out in September. That's like almost a fucking year. Wow. And that so, was with us putting a lot of effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> More than you used to. The point is, it fucking holds up. Oh yeah, I, I I I sat going through the bits in my head today, going like how none of it's irrelevant. <laughs> well, when you do a, a production like that, a DVD, it is basically that is a snapshot, and then the longer it sits, it could potentially be uh, irrelevant. There is a Duggar's daughter uh, 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 reference. It's mm. a joke bit. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, that, I, uh, you know what? It's not like there's been a a, a lot of reality show uh, incest molestation cases since then. So this one, this the reference holds out. up. This yeah. one stands yeah, out. It's, it's, and now you got a you got a little uh, a, a tip yeah. that you know just a Google Duggars and you'll be right up to speed. <laughs> yeah, the Duggars were the maybe John Benel. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I obviously edited it fairly recently in terms of like we. Hold yeah. on, didn't you? Did no, you because what you know, what the, you, you Hagen did all the fuck. He, he's the director. Did you producer. get director credit on this? Oh yeah, Good. congratulations! Thank you. Good for you. Well, uh, Chaley got director credit on the uh, uh, audio book. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got also, two directors here, so Ch there's going to be a pissing match. Just, I can smell it. Uh, Ch Chaley and Tracy got credit on. Uh, 
uh, the thing that's coming out, No Place Like Home. I gave them, I made up some titles. I can't remember oh, what they were. Well, thanks for putting it out like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I can't remember. You know what I mean? It was, it was I'm appropriate. Over, Mr. It was Shaley, a, I'm looking over your bogus credits here. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty impressive. Well, you know what I mean? I was sitting there and I knew you'd... Speculum disinfectant? <laughs> yeah, you know. Tell me a little bit about yeah. that job. Or is it disinfector? I'll go to Twitter to find out. Chief lingerer. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I obviously, you know, but getting down to the fine tuning of the edit where you're really, you know, micro tuning it, um, I watched it repeatedly and it's like, yeah, this is completely holds up. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a single bit I thought, ooh. Or you got to pull it. Yeah, or this yeah. we could do it without. No, that's good. That's because... All my Al Gore references are still fresh. Yeah. I don't even know what... Your joke about cell phones? Oh, my God. It's so good. (laughs) You mean mobiles? Yeah. (laughs) These people with the mobile phones, they think they're so cool. That's how long I've been doing comedy. That was a fresh hack premise when I started. Yeah, people come into the titty bar with their mobile phone and think they're all fucking... Cool. I wanted to find every comic from the 80s and just start slapping cell phones out of their hands and playing their A&E's evening at the improv bit back to them. Remember that? No. <laughs> no, no, mo- no mobile phone. Anyway. So it's been, it's coming out September 15th. Yeah, mother's birthday. A, we don't know yet. What a drag this podcast is. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know as yet. <laughs> Where it's coming out in the rest of the world, it could be Amazon, it could be Netflix. Yeah, you, they, they, they fucking know how to steal stuff over there. Yeah. They don't wait for it. Oh, wait, a, an appropriate... CISO is, is only North America? Correct. Okay. So then you've got international sales, yep. which is going to be handled with another deal. Yeah. All right. So. so North America includes Mexico. And Canada. So people could illegally immigrate into Mexico and get my special. Yes. Kind of like the Iceland prison show where you had to get arrested to see the show. Yeah. Uh, now people can illegally immigrate into Mexico. White Europeans. But for the also bear in mind. Sneaking across the border late at night. Which, which is way less bad than what was required for you for the Iceland show. Because bear in mind, it was maximum security. You had to do something really bad to get into the Iceland show. Right. <laughs> As opposed to just wanting a tan. Well, yeah, no, if you go to Iceland and you smuggle drugs or kill a guy, you get a college education. Yeah. Their maximum security prison is that fucking brilliant, where they, everyone was taking online courses, hanging out. You they were, were playing fucking Wii Golf. They were playing some no, kind was of soccer. game like that. It was soccer. It was the FIFA, FIFA Pro, and both Doug and I thought it was a real game. <laughs> we, were, like, we were watching it thinking, this is a, what, who's playing it this time of day? And, of course, it was a... It was them playing a game. Yeah. You, you Kenny were... would go to prison in fucking Iceland and go, oh, man, I can't believe I slummed it with those kids for so long. This is so great. I can't believe I, I could have just killed a guy in Iceland <laughs> and I'd be living fucking high on the hog. You were able to, like, uh, hang out with prisoners and like in their cell and stuff, weren't you? Yeah, you couldn't smoke in the common area. So uh, they'd go, oh, well, you, you can smoke in my cell. And I'd go hang out. You could smoke in the cells, but yeah. not in the... They're, they're fucking dorms, yeah. basically. The, um, the guy that showed us round at the end uh, said we were at the gate, and he's taken us, took us to the gate, and we said, do you want to lift back into Reykjavik? And he went, no, I'm one of the inmates. <laughs> <laughs> we, thought he was, we thought he was a social worker or something. Yeah. 
fucking blow this this sweet gig? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. There's guys dying to get in here. And, the, and in the kitchen, they have a communal kitchen. They had real fucking knives, which, and again, this is the only safety precaution, which were attached to the table by steel wire. Yeah, like, so a, you, like a bank pen. So you could you could stab someone to death. You just had to do it in the kitchen. Yeah, he had to trust yeah. you to get within arm's length. Yeah, yeah. you have to be a, a, a foot away. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. met the guy. Hey, get closer to the uh, green onion. Yeah. <laughs> Does that smell fresh? <laughs> closer, closer still. <laughs> and we met the guy who is Iceland's most notorious criminal who basically had killed two people as part of a fucked up drug deal. Yeah, a- and that was he was the most notorious killer in Iceland. Yeah, it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be a drug <laughs> drug smuggling, but I like a, a balloon burst yeah. or some weird thing. It basically thing. becomes some sort of Fargo situation yeah. and he killed two people. Oh no, it was a bus drove well, and hit him, but I was there and Well, then he tried to like hide the body during the or commission something. of a crime. Yeah. Some silliness like that. Yeah. Would you go back to Iceland? I was just gonna say we should we, we should take you the trailies to Well that's uh, well that's where we made the decision, coming full circle, to tape the special No Place Like Home. Uh, at the la- after the after the last night of the gig. In Iceland. In Iceland, we're sitting in the hotel room and Doug was like, Let's just do it in fucking Bisbee. Well we wanted and, to- Minneapolis was the only major market we didn't uh, yeah. do on that tour. On purpose. Kind well, of. Eventually, the, the it became only venue purpose. that I really wanted to play was fucked. So then, uh, all right, if then I'd have to fly to Minneapolis and like location scout, and it just became this mental fucking quagmire. Uh, and then I was like, fuck it, let's just film it in Bisbee. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. You so know when when you and were it worked out when you were in Iceland, uh, you you were doing European dates, and you were ending up in Iceland. Trace and I actually looked for dates. We're going to go there. And the flight to Iceland from the East Coast was relatively inexpensive. Yep. I, could, I couldn't believe it. It was getting to Boston and then Boston to LaGuardia. That was more than yeah, everything Iceland else. Iceland Air only flies out of, I don't know, a Boston, handful of cities. Yeah. So, DC, so, yeah. so getting, East Coast, Getting and to where we needed to get the flight was was way more than mm-hmm. it was going to be to fly round trip to Iceland and back. Well, yeah, Iceland Air evidently has the thing where you can fly if you're flying to like London from the East Coast. You they'll give you seven days. You can stop yeah. in Reykjavik, like a layover, and and hang out for no extra charge, and then oh, go that's on cool. to I, Europe. I do wish to point out there was only one major casualty of the, that whole thing, which was I had set up to have a ten day. Holiday vacation oh, yeah. in seclusion at the one of the most re- remote places I could possibly find on which, Earth. On Earth, which is East Iceland, on this farm and in a little cottage on the farm, and that was perfect for what I wanted to do, which was basically nothing and some writing. It wasn't ideal for suddenly trying to organize a gig <laughs> in in Bisbee. <laughs> I was like the second most remotest place on the earth. I was up at like till three in the morning every day, shouting at people as I do uh, uh, about deals and things. And yeah, in in a remote farmhouse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who had the remote farmhouse? Bisbee or or Iceland? (laughs) That's where we filmed it in a remote farmhouse in Bisbee. And that was our first actual attempt at anything at the Royale. Under the new ownership, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, we did. Uh, no, no, we the did new ownership. New ownership. New ownership. I, oh, I yeah. Quantify no, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's... 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, now that worked out. KBRP, give them a plug. Yeah, KBRP, KBRP Radio. That's right. Um, so uh, yeah, that will finally be coming out. Yep. And That's I'm why so- it's not like a celebratory time. It's like Jesus, put yeah. the fucking special. And up. again, before anyone asks, I'm sure it's going to follow exactly the same thing as before. It'll come out on CISO. It'll be only be available on CISO, on, apart from bootlegs, for three or four months or something, and then they'll be exclusive. Then we'll, yeah, then we'll have hard copies we can sign yeah, and so whore it. Boots. What? We can sell things in March? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't mm. worry, Jaylee, you're, 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 you're employed for another year. <laughs> right on. Yes, so that's good. CDs and DVDs, it's really weird. It's like there's a, there's a resurgence online sometimes where they'll start buying, like, like, like we just reissued something to take the edge off as a vinyl. And of course, that does it. But all of a sudden, people start buying some of the older ones, like the um, not the what's what's the pack we have, like uh, from across the street. Mm-hmm. Like we're sold out right, right now. We're still trying to get some more of those. Oh, we still got to get no refunds. Uh-huh. Sh- no refunds. So we're, we're totally sold out. I haven't had that yeah, for almost right. a year. But both Brian and I have been on uh, major benders lately. So yeah, nope. hey. <laughs> Business might be slow. But it is interesting that there's <laughs> there in this world of like digital media where you can just totally download it, people do still sometimes I well, I can't mar- sure. I can't guess the market. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, just to go into that a little bit. That's because uh, the whole purpose of merch and um, things like that is that they're cultural artifacts and people are actually just trying to buy some connection. That's why people buy vinyl. Exactly. As if you if you view them as cultural artifacts as opposed to something of practical use. Or a good example of that is the book. Yeah. I mean, we're buying the book and we're having to buy it from, I mean, I appreciate you giving me the the connection to the publisher, but it's just way easier. I don't have to hold a lot of stock. And I do have to say that that is one of the only things we're bringing to Vegas on the 28th is I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing digging up mother for, for you to sign the merch booth. And that's about it. Bring in a couple, a couple of shirts. Hey, listen, that's your fucking problem. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying that we're not bringing a whole comp, like a whole complete like merch layout like we did on tour. I think that's Chaley's way of explaining why the people in the back row are going to be crammed in by books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the in the van. In the yeah. van. <laughs> Put your feet up. Uh, uh, speaking of cultural artifacts. Yep. Ebay yard sale. We gotta fucking. We're gonna have to pull the trigger on that because poor fucking Kelly and Brad have had that shit over at their house. But they, you like, were gonna do something different. I thought we we've talked about should we just sell one item per podcast? But that would be. I think there's 140 items. We're gonna have to do another yard sale, and then maybe after that we can do one weird thing per podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably September we'll do that. Can I float an idea by you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if we let Kelly and Brad do what they planned on doing, and we cherry pick a few, like notable items, and then we we offer them up on a shorter uh, auction. All right, this is weekly. not a time for brainstorming. But I'm just right? saying, as weekly go weekly as we go through a podcast, we can just do it as the podcast uh, auction. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like I don't have more shit since oh, then. We true. loaded them up with all that stuff where we're going to do this in June or something or May. So that's just sitting in the house? Know, yeah. Well, then we had to... You don't want to fucking dump a bunch of shit on people all at once. Hey, buy my book. Get CISO. Get the <laughs> audio version of my book. Uh, we have vinyl. 
<laughs> we have vinyl. <laughs> we have new T-shirts. Come to these dates. Listen, just give me all of your fucking money. Just give me every penny you have now. Just, just make me the... Uh, give me your inheritance. What? Oh, oh, Kenny's like, ooh, wow. He's watching baseball over. That's two words. I've had that happen, right? Well, just where you think a chick is fucking right. looking back at you and you realize she's watching the TV behind your head <laughs> at the bar and you're making eyes at her. Kenny just did that to me. Like, ooh, wow. Like, I just said like something some profound yeah. and it made me back up. And Oh, what's that? That's Kenny. It's Kenny Ken- again. Kenny's getting texted from Derek. Uh, so the yeah the eBay yard sale. Fuck it. This was uh, uh today's news. This pisses me off a lot. And uh, uh whoa, Truman Capote's ashes uh-huh. are going on sale at a auction. Sotheby's, house. It's not Christie's. It's uh, something with a J, I think. But anyway, we tried to do this with Mother's ashes on eBay. And it got shut down immediately when it was going to be for the Humane Society. But isn't that because of federal regulations about the transport of things across borders? It, was, uh, it, it said it's against the law. Well, this is not against the law. And the Washington Post says that uh, unless like Native American, for some reason, you can't sell Native American human remains. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, yeah. So I found that old email from right. when eBay shut us down, and it says it's against uh, the law. eBay policy, probably. What's well, against eBay policy for sure, so which is that's them. fine. But well, no shirts, no shoes, no service. They can right. make up their own. Yeah. Yes, it's a yeah, uh, you know, whites only. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Getting them making a different <laughs> argument altogether, but yeah, the, no smoking. Okay, but point is. How can I fucking, how could I auction off Mother's Ashes but, without going through Christie's? Because Christie's ain't going to fuck with Doug Stanhope. But wait <laughs> yeah. a minute, though. I mean, aren't, are there any left? Haven't you snorted them all? <laughs> we never brought that up, Oh, sir. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I will be editing this one. <laughs> well, you can just edit out the snorted. Haven't you? It's, we'll just we'll just call that a tease. <laughs> One day you'll hear that story, <laughs> but not until a lot of people die. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would guess that it could well be an ex- explanation, like when some, when um, the ashes or any aspect of a person is famous, they become more than just ashes, and therefore that's what you're selling. I don't know. And so it's some sort of collectible well, or yes, a memorabilia? I'm, just, I'm throwing this out to the fucking people that are going to sit around and do due diligence to figure out exactly what the law is. eBay, yeah, I understand. Yes, no smoking in your bar. I get it. But uh, how do we auction them off? Like, how do isn't we... there some auction site that is willing to take on something like that? Yeah, that's not a Sotheby's yeah. or a Christie's. Well, I, I don't see how you can do it just by... The auction facility that's available on brown paper tickets. There's only one ticket for sale, and they have an auction ability, and there's only one winning ticket. All right. Well, now write it down. I don't need to hear that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't need to write it down. Hey, Brian. Uh, what were we, we were talking about last night? You were going to talk about your fucking recent stuff. I got it here. I don't know. I was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down though, and I looked at it this morning with a new sense of discovery. <laughs> 
So. Well, write it down just to keep you yeah, happy. Keep it. Uh, yeah. I always thought that, uh, that well, I had a buddy in high school whose uh, dad passed away and the stepmom uh, held the ashes and there was no will and he definitely had a will. And my, my, my best friend in high school, it was right after high school this happened and he was like, I mean, he's not a kid. I mean, he's 19 years old saying, look, I, I want some of the ashes because me and my father used to surf in this one like secluded space for years. They would go up there, they'd hike in and they'd surf for the weekend because I just want, you know, uh, some ashes. And at one point she like just left a baggie, like a Ziploc bag of ashes, like stuffed in the doorknob that, you know, like stuffed at the door somewhere. And that was fucking like, what the fuck? You, just, it's a human, right? Turns out <laughs> the law uh, sees a baggie, a Ziploc bag full of ashes left at a front door, like someone leaving an arm at the front door in California. And yeah, that was highly illegal what she had done and like separated things. Like, but I just found out with my mom. Such dog shit. If they don't know you're doing it, it just gets done as long as no one cares about it. Yes. The auction thing it, it is uh, interesting because you're, you're not only going to do it like, like have an auction to sell remains, but like Brian brought up across state lines, possibly, which that causes yeah, all so sorts of problems. Weird shit. First of all, we'd have to find a charity. And you know my stance on charities. You're just paying mostly for fucking pamphlets. So we'd have to find, like, Rebecca Vitzman, the atheist yeah, girl, yeah. a specific person that's going to get the money. Like a like a dedicated one, like well, one payout? Like, like, like a, like a cat spot. shelter. Well, one that... <laughs> a perfect some, mother crazy lady that's actually oh i see not not humane society that has to do a lot of advertising where you know they three percent of the actual money goes to the some hoarder has been thrown out of our house (laughs) who has a lot of cats have you seen uh poverty (laughs) inc no it's a documentary i i tried to watch today but it was it was just too much information and i was all depressed and hung over and i i don't want to learn shit I already did the bit. I hit the, like, whoever uh, and I, I, I were uh, backed up in thank yous. I have a stack of thank yous of people who sent me shit, but someone sent me two different now uh, books about overpopulation. <laughs> like I don't need to know any more about that. <laughs> Every fucking uh, special I put out has a bit about overpopulation mm. on some level. And you're sending me books. Oh, he's interested in this. It's like, Wait, you got them interested in it, and then they're sending you the book. Yeah. It's like saying, I want to watch the space shuttle take off. I'm not really interested in physics. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. What you, I don't get yeah. that. No, I don't get that I at all. Well, I'm <laughs> saying, I, I, don't, I don't need to read up on things that I've obviously read up on. I appreciate it, but and I pass that on to people who need to fucking know. Uh, but I don't know where the fuck it was. Okay, so I know everyone else is already tuned out, and they're they're bidding on Truman Capote's ashes. But I just I just read up on that. You know you know where they're coming from. What? Johnny Carson's wife's estate. Yeah, Johnny Carson's wife had them. 
Yeah, he which died means in their Johnny, house. Which, what? He died in their house. Really? Yeah, and he, he thought, yeah, he wanted them to have the ashes because he was all into shock stuff. And Johnny Carson was? No. no Truman, Truman Capote. Oh, Truman okay. Gotcha. <laughs> died at fucking 59, a liver failure. That's a hard worker. I know. I, that's... Hey, Chili. I drifted out of the story when I read it and going, wait, all right. Well, he, he, he wait, used a lot I? of drugs. <laughs> I don't use a lot of drugs. I use some drugs. Chili, come on. I don't drink a lot of water, though. <laughs> and I'm just doing math. And then Hennigan walks in. What are you working on? <laughs> uh, just uh, dumping some emails, getting through some emails. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Chili. I'm doing math yeah. in my head about how much longer I have. Wow, how 59. many summers do I have left? Yeah. I didn't do anything this summer. I should have gone to New England. I should have gone fishing for... Largemouth bass at Cook's Pond. Or just How many summers drive do I have the colors. You always but like, the you mosquitoes always talk about in the summer oh, are yeah. fucking awful. Why would I go to a place with mosquitoes? Where do, what are you working on? Just <laughs> uh, some business. Well, I was just going to say, you're, you got all despondent there. When I, it's, it's, it's a glass half full situation. It's like nine more years, Chaley. Come on. It's nine more years. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my hernia oh, yeah. checked on Thursday. Why bother? I've lived it. I've lived with it for two years. Oh, that's well, the Uncle that's Bill. An, that's the another Bill. nine years. Yeah, but maybe if you don't get it checked, it'll only be four years. I'm saying this is what I was working on when you said, <laughs> "What are you working on?" You fucked well, him up on the math. Well, <laughs> I have a really hot surgeon. I don't have insurance. I'm paying cash because she's a really hot surgeon. Should I manscape? How much should I manscape? Jen Luria. No, no, no. Jen Luria, hey. Uh, that's, uh, what, you, oh, yeah, sorry, you don't have a fucking Android. You don't know how to turn off the goddamn ringer. Oh, no, that's Shady Jen. That was, goddamn it, that was the fucking shady, the one- shady Dell. Why don't you call her right now? Yeah, no, Shady Jen, that's how I had her in my phone before she dumped Jason. So now she's in my phone as Shadier Jen, and he's Shady Jen because he got to keep the phone number in the divorce. Oh, my God. Why don't we take a break? The worst secretary ever. Let's take a break. You can uh, make that phone call, and then... uh, Actually, let's take a break, and uh, we'll be back. All right. That's right. Digging Up Mother is on audible.com. Audible.com for all your audiobook needs. Uh, if you spend any time whatsoever in traffic, get audiobooks. They will change the world for you. And if you've listened to Digging Up Mother with myself and Chad Shank uh, doing the reading, and you want to give me shit about how much I suck worse than Chad Shank, do that, but make sure you include at audible.com in the tweet so audible knows that you want more chad shank reading books because uh, i think he's uh, launching a new career so when you give me shit <laughs> and congratulate chad shank in a tweet make oh. sure you add at audible.com I-, I would appreciate that i've been reading all of the uh reviews on audible so a couple of people have been very nice to me so uh, thanks <laughs> people that 
<laughs> Maybe I'll read more books. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that's our commercial, audible.com. And they have other shit, too. They probably have a, a, other books that they have out. Or is it just my book? It's just yours? <laughs> just mine. <laughs> Flagship book. Audible.com for all your audiobook needs. Hennigan does, doesn't even know what that music is. I don't. Yet, he was... He's an, he just became an American citizen, and he doesn't know what the people's court is? No. What questions are they asking you on that test? Uh, what are the original founding states? <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> Bollocks. Hey, we have a special guest appearance. Uh, Bingo Bing Bong Ding Dong Dingaman is here. I'm opening some fan mail. Don't and you eat on the? Don't chew on the mic. Right. You're doing the, the two things. I thought, I thought you were talking to me because I am no, also. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm We're backing off the mic to yeah. finish sucking peanuts. hummus and pita chips out of my oh, teeth. Uh, I have the. Oh, here, this. I gotta gra- this let me grab the letter. Yeah, let's. Someone read the letter. This is gross. <laughs> yeah, this present is gross. <laughs> this is from um, Eva Ray. W R A Y. Okay. And she says, uh, uh, well, it's three pages. I'm not going to read it. Uh, those are worms. They're fucking. She sent you worms in the mail. And you it's shouldn't. disgusting. O- you shouldn't open it because it's formaldehyde. And she does say it's a can- 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 carcinogen. What am, I, what am I supposed to do with them, though? Well, eat them, obviously. Oh, my God. They're a horrible. mixer for tequila. Yeah. That's Do you want to get some low-rent tequila do you that doesn't have Thanks. a worm Who, in the bottom? Who's this from? Uh, Eva Ray. Eva Ray, thank you for the worms. Where, <laughs> where, do you, where do you think pate comes from? Oh, God. Okay, what else do we got? Crinkling bags. Andy Andrews just tuned out. <laughs> Wait. But she did give you two things at once. I know. What mouth sounds are to me, crinkling bags are to Andy. I wonder, this and is going to be gross. Too. Eva, I did get your request. Uh, thanks for sending the postage return for the signed book. I appreciate that. Yeah, a couple people sent shit. Hey, if you sent me some stuff that I was supposed to sign and send back, I don't get around to things. But it's in the works. I got it to Chaley, so he'll eventually remember to tell me. Yeah, and if you're sending something... You need return hey, while postage. you're doing all this dead air, how about I uh, do a, Sorry, a quick plug? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Let's do that. Nick DiPaolo is a great comedian. Magnificent you know comedian. One of my favorites. Nick DiPaolo, I get a lot of emails. I don't always agree with what you say, but you're funny. And that's how I feel about a lot of those New York guys are like aggro kind of... Uh, Republican, fuck them, kill them all, uh, in jail, kind of... They don't sit on the fence. No. <laughs> but fucking Nick DiPaolo is a legend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hope to see him on some commercial-free... Uh, Streaming platform. Streaming platform uh-huh. soon. But what ones could those be, Doug? I, I, you know what? There's, there's a, a few in the mix... Uh, the strong one seems to be CISO. Oh, CISO. Yeah. I've I, heard of them. I hope to see his new special on that soon because 
He is a fucking monster. I think Nick DiPaolo and Cesar would be an excellent fit. I've, I'm thinking of jokes of his, old uh, bits of his, where I go, I completely disagree, and I'm laughing my balls off, and I'll repeat it to people at the bar. You know what? Fucking animal testing. <laughs> I can't do it, Nick DiPaolo. <laughs> animal testing. Uh, and I'll, I'll destroy this fucking bit. I'll ruin it so badly. You know what I say? If hooking up a pair of jumper cables to a monkey's brain cures AIDS, I have two things to say. Red is positive, black is negative. <laughs> Completely against it, but fucking funny as shit. That is funny. And kind of uh, uh, arguable. So uh, hopefully we see Nick DiPaolo. This has been a commercial spot for Nick DiPaolo. Bingo, are you done fucking unwrapping things? I didn't wrap it. I'm yeah. unwrapping it. Oh, my God. These are like... I. You, these you, are... My leeches. morning rage. I think there's leeches in here. One, well, oh, some of them are uh, a fluke. Al I think you're... This, that one's a fluke. leeches. No, I, no, no, Bingo. Those are lychees. You should eat them. Oh, God. <laughs> They're, They're sweet. Lychees. They're sweet but salty. Yeah. Uh, she did uh, include also in the package because you just handed me a, a box full of stuff, and you said this is from some people, yeah. and it, I didn't know, so I'm going through it. She did send a, a rather extensive uh, history of what these uh, okay. parasites are. This is what I'll a dick I can be in the morning <laughs> is when I get the mail, and people have just sent stuff because they're oh, nice, but disgusting. if they overtape it, I like I'm just throwing this fucking thing away. <laughs> I, I, how do I? What do I have to saw through this fucking thing to open it that you sent me out of the goodness this, of your this heart? This is the worst. This is like the These heat gunned plastic leeches. on it. All right. Well, you know that's what? That's a fluke. Tapeworm. That's a fluke. That's a tapeworm. That's yeah. a tapeworm. Well, I didn't mean disgusting. it's a mistake. It's a fluke worm. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. Thank you, Anne. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. You're going to send Thank them to you. Lindy Mindy, and you know it. <laughs> I'm sending them to someone. Then why are we unwrapping chair. them? You just have to wrap them again. Yeah. Thank you very much for the worms. You know, in other places, this would be considered biological warfare. <laughs> yeah. Like if you send this at to Johnny the, Carson's house, if nah. you send this to the president, there'd be somebody knocking at your door. All right. We'll be right back with this. I get a piss and then we're going to get into Brian Hennigan's travails. Yeah. That means troubles. Hey, people, when you're uh, finished jacking off to Chad Shank's voice and you go, there's got to be something even more hardcore. <laughs> Try RedTube, not to be confused with Redbox, who I just excoriated on my last podcast or this podcast. I don't know when this goes in. Uh, so go to RedTube and uh, type in your favorite fetish. And uh, once you're done beating off to all of that, Find there's uh, they're, they're all con connected, porn hub, hub tube. I don't know, porn tube, u porn. Once I switched from u porn to red tube, it was no going back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm I'm still a red tube guy. Big and fan, big fan, big fan, big fan. I didn't know. Uh, uh, your world's about to change, sir. <laughs> I uh, I at one point uh, I don't know how you put videos up there. I think I, I was trying to. Submit to the I was trying to get my fans to put my clips up under different fetish names, but I, I should have learned my lesson when I did 
Girls Gone Wild, and I thought it would be funny. You're just gonna make people really fucking hate you. It seems like a like a in like a, an anger a, thing. A crank fueled pound session. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's you doing a fisting joke. You like fisting? Here's a bit. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Anyway, Red Tube, watch uh, Red Tube, and uh, they have new videos daily. But uh, a lot of times I find myself beaten off to that same old favorite. The classics. You go, I'm going to go, I'm going to jerk off to, I remember that. The red badge Humiliation hand job lady. Yeah, I'm going to come back to you. And no, I could never satisfy you with that dick that small. Thanks for the cock ring. Red Tube, brought to you by the Doug Stanhope Podcast. Not affiliated with the color red or tubes. <laughs> or red box. Okay. <laughs> hey, bingo. Shut that screen. These fucking bugs are relentless. These bugs are relentless. All right. Uh, so to uh, finish up what I was talking about, because I'm I actually poking at it as I do all the time, my hernia is getting closer and closer. The surgery that I'm going to get, I have to... I want to I wanna plug her name, but... Uh, this is no insurance. This is cash hernia operation, and I don't know that she's an accredited doctor, but she did my last one. That's a great what... fucking website. We should get that cash hernia operation dot com. That'd be a fucking winner. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till we have her permission. She's doing back alley hernias. I don't know what I'm getting into, but she did my last one. Now that's fine. Did, she, did you meet her at a bar to do the hernia operation? Or? I met her through friends. <laughs> How does anyone meet anyone these days? Yeah, so it was a you, know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of situation. I never, even when I had insurance back when I did the television, mm-hmm. uh, I I wouldn't know how to use it. That's why with the CISO, I'm like you you pitch it, Brian, because I don't know how to. Chaley does all that stuff for me. I don't know what a streaming platform is. Uh, so this is, a, this is a streaming platform of hernia surgery. <laughs> and you are the streaming platform. Yeah, but uh, she's quite cute. And uh, I don't know quite how to... I don't want to manscape too much. Uh, like you meant to. It, yeah, should be wanna, like, it should be like a regular thing, like I wanna, maintenance. I, I don't want to look too uh, needy. Or mm-hmm. eager. Eager. That's, the, that's what I was looking for. Are you going to dye it? What color is it now? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no squats to do to get rid of it. At the same time, lump. also, you don't want to have your, yeah, you don't want to make it too jocular. You don't want your surgeon laughing. Yeah. Well, she's Asian. I don't think they laugh. Uh-huh. I don't think they're capable. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a, well, they fake it. It's like they an giggle. alien autopsy. They giggle. They're going to probe you and then remove and what this is it, thing. What is this particular hernia? So this is more serious than the last one. Well, it's closer to your dick. And that's when that dude... You mean the center of the universe? The dude that... Uh, remember we, we did the uh, hernia test? I think it was Nashville. Somewhere no, it was Louisville. St. Louis. It was at St. that... Louis. Yeah, it was a... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That it was the community center. Mario. <laughs> yeah, well, I... 
I had just found my ventral hernia, which I'm not getting fixed. It doesn't, that's where your abdominal muscles separate. So if I do a sit up, it looks like alien is coming out between my abdominal muscles. Like you ate a hoagie in one bite. in fucking nine years. There's like a big, like a hoagie in one bite. (laughs) You swallowed it like a python. Yeah, but uh, so he checked both of them across the merch booth. I just went shirtless and pulled my pants down a bit, and uh, he checked it at the merch booth. And he wants, uh, yeah, he, he goes, the inguinal I'd fix because the closer to your dick. And then since then, we've heard stories about you know, someone's guts falling all into their uh, ball no, no, sack. That, that walked me last night. You guys were talking last yeah. night. I had to leave. Chili was walked from a conversation. <laughs> yeah, Chili's an easy puker. That's, yeah. So, yeah, it keeps getting closer and closer to my ball sack. And I just keep picturing all my guts falling into my ball sack. From my lack of activity. Mm, and not in a funny way. <laughs> oh, imagine the 10 minutes I'd get out of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move on and wrap this up because this was supposed to be about you, Brian Hennigan. No, not really. It really it, was. This was supposed to be People's Court. Exactly. Well, no, no, Brian. Well, we had to promote the CISO thing. Oh, that's true. We did. That was our big announcement. That's our big announcement. That we knew is was coming for a long time so we're not as enthused as you should be out there get that CISO people that's That's right all your favorite uh, shows in a streaming platform yeah right now we're kind of like yeah yeah we landed on the moon yeah (laughs) I listen I I ordered well I I subscribed to CISO when you told me this was going to happen I didn't know what was going to happen like the announcement was going to happen this week. So I figured, oh, we'll check it out. And I fucking loved it. And for you to be on there, that's great. And then you said a couple months later, you'll have the, you'll have available on a DVD as yeah, well. But, but we can say shit. Well, it's not done yet. And, the, 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 and then there's things. Hollywood is so oh, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Just, oh, we want to capitalize on the momentum of the book. Oh, just uh, shut up. <laughs> really? Fucking marketing. Well, they have to do yeah, that yeah. because it, the people, res- it works. Yeah. Or they wouldn't do it. But yeah, I had to sit here and shut my mouth. When's the special coming out? I don't know. If well, you I like- do know, but I can't <laughs> say it until I'm drinking. And then Chaley edits it out of the podcast. So yeah, September 15th, CISO. Brian Hennigan, not only a, 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 a gypsy manager. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, keep going. <laughs> not only a tightwad, a miserable... Uh, Hard to deal with. That's what gypsy means? No, no. I'm, I'm oh. going, I'm carrying on with all my descriptions. He's of bobbing him. and scatting. <laughs> yeah. You, you're also back to doing some uh, stand up comedy. That's right. I did. Yes, I did. That's what one thing I do appreciate about Brian is he did do stand up comedy on some level, uh, unlike any other fucking manager. Like, you, unlike most managers, well, I'm I'm just I'm sure there is. I figured there's a, a there agents, managers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He understands what failure feels like. Standing yeah. up in front of a microphone pointed at you yeah. is uh, and it, yeah. yeah and it, you you do understand things like I can't see anything from the stage and things like that. And what does it sound like? I can hear my voice. How yeah, do we turn that yeah. off? Yeah. So yeah, but we get a good door deal. No, but it's a shitty venue. He understands. Sure. He, it doesn't seem Does, to. Doesn't deter him. him. No, I understand. <laughs> I don't care. But 
I understand. I focus on the things that are important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, and uh, yeah, I got to the point where I'd say I was a decent middle act, as we call it in the UK, which is what we should call it here, because everyone understands what a middle act is. It's the guy or girl in the middle. Well, yeah, there's, kind of in there, the name. It's not the feature, though. Here's no, uh, for right. the listener. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the nomenclature in the business is the middle act here is called the feature act. Where you don't know the fucking a feature act that sounds like the main act exactly. Until you say headliner and they go, oh, I guess I don't know what feature means then. It's in a, a movie, featuring stupid. is the star. All right, every comic out there, never use the word feature act again ever. Let's start from here. Say middle act. That makes it easy for the people coming to the show. Correct the booker. Right. You'll be the feature. I'm sorry, what? Starbucks. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Aventi. Well, the other thing in the UK like that. is that the opening act is the better act than the middle act. Because somewhere in comedy they decided, we have to have three people... And the first guy is going to suck more than the the, the... the major thing in the UK that's different is that the the host or the MC or the, the compare, compare is often the best pe- person on the stage. The same way David Letterman, whatever. Yeah. I have to go back that far to find a funny late night and there's a good and, the, and there's a great reason for that, which is they're the person, if you think about it, particularly on a Friday or Saturday night, who has to guarantee laughs because they're going to be coming on after every failure. Every, like yeah. in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. And here, when you see, I mean, I've fucking emceed here and I, 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 I should never have done that because I, I don't have the strength. No, people hate you. I know. Uh, I've you had know. you on my shows just to just set up the show and they fucking hate you. Oh, yeah, he's never gotten actual email of hate. That's... Reserved for Oh, yes, yes. No, yeah, I have from Judy Seaball. <laughs> that was during the marriage. <laughs> you know who uh, who does that 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 setup of having a more experienced host is uh, Ch- uh, Chili Dog at Laughs, which I'm bringing this up because Laughs just moved from Kirkland, Washington, oh. across the water to Seattle. He's in the university district. Good. It's still Laughs. It's the old Giggles. With uh, Terry Taylor, yeah. Oh, that's right. Fucking go to laughs in Seattle. I'll come there eventually. This is what I'm doing. I'm comparing. I'm hosting. Yeah. The the, all the the gigs, and we are setting up some road gigs more because that worked out so well. That last thing where I I'm gonna do as much time, but I'm gonna host. I'm gonna middle. I'm gonna. MC compare, and then I'll do some time at the end if it's. Where Jug is going to start. He will be the first person on stage, yep. and that is why you absolutely person. need to be there when the show starts. Don't fucking walk in 45 minutes later and go, wait, how long has he been on? Well, you, you're missing it. Can I read you the message of hatred? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wait, never read this, this to me. I don't, I've never heard this. Oh, no. Uh, so, you know, I post things on Instagram. I like Instagram. And uh, the... Um, the last thing, I, or the second last thing I posted, uh, you keep talking for a minute while I just find this, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, Brian's on his way to Burning Man. Brian, the guy that does no drugs whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, it's a fucking business right. guy. Right. He's Here we a, go. He, <laughs> That's enough. He's an English suit. <laughs> Here we go. So I just posted some, it was, it, was, it was a little thing of my flight taking off, a little film, it was my flight taking off from L.A., Going through um, the turn off of the I-10 through Fort Huachuca, 
a little thing of um, Henry turning in a circle, Ichabod, I sleep on the roof, and that was it. And then I get this message. Totally disgusted, guys. I've been to four shows in Colorado for Doug, including the roof cave-in at the Oriental Theatre in North Denver for my birthday years ago. Years ago. I grew up in Colorado Springs, though, and visited Jeff Valdez's Comedy Corner 78 times a year with a dozen realtors from my office. I think it was a really shitty thing to do for the podcast to practically promise that it was just Doug introducing acts and we are to expect nothing from Doug doing time. I was ready to buy 20 tickets till I heard that. Then I hear the aftermath of Roseanne fucking Barr doing a set and the other unrecognizable acts just killing. Please understand the weight of your words on the podcast. I would have been over the top if I was there. That's someone bitching that we undersold how good. Well, yeah, if, I thought people were going to bitch that I didn't do a fucking hour in a row at the end because of that structured stand-up comedy mentality. Well, there'll be two guys that we don't want to see, and then we'll get there late. How but, dare you put a show together that not great. only has complete value, but eclipses what even the the minimum fan of the podcast would even expect of you. Fucking how dare you. So I said to him, please give me the exact phrasing we should have used. <laughs> and, and then, and then, and then uh, there's... Um, there's, somebody, there's two comments that matter. One, somebody said, you're lucky someone is even acknowledging the fact that you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and that person didn't call her a cunt. And then, and then somebody else did a parody of what he'd written. Somebody whose operating name is Jizzy Dizzy. And who lives in Los Angeles and he has his own website. You mean JD? No, Jizzy okay. Dizzy. Got it. No, this guy's really funny. So, um, so he, this guy wrote, Totally disgusted that I skipped a Prince show last year he came to town. <laughs> Found out later he played an amazing three-hour set, and then months later, he died. I was informed none of these things would be happening. <laughs> Just disgusted. <laughs> JD? JD. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to say? It's going to be the fucking... If I told you on the podcast, listen... I have material that is threadbare in its infancy at best. Can't fill a sheet of paper. It's going to be the best night of your life. Yeah. Or if even if you said, even if you'd said at the end of fucking Noah, I don't, you exactly. think I know fucking Roseanne Barr is going to be there? I know. And guess what? It was sold out anyway. So yeah. your realtor friends wouldn't have. I brought fucking... Hey, fuck off for not supporting local comedy. I brought 20 of my realtor friends to Jeff Valdez's club that has been closed for 25 years. But, uh, wait. He's up. I sounded a bit like chitty there when I said wait. wait. Don't ever fucking eat on my podcast, you fucking cunt. It's... He just ate the worms. <laughs> Waiting <laughs> for the worms. That's a euphemism. The... um. He works in or with realtors. I think he understands the idea of tricking people with fucking words. Yeah. You fucking lying 
scheming Good cunt. point. Good How point. How dare you call other people out on the use of language when your entire business is built on misrepresentation and taking things from people when you've missold them? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's uh, that's my manager, Brian. Oh, and hey, if you want to book me, you go you go through Brian. <laughs> oh, and thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> fucking amazing we're in business <coughs> such a beautiful commune it's amazing that that yet could really be seen as a, a, a very complimentary letter i know i mean if you if you take if, the vitriol out of it at the end it is really like i listen to everything you say i will do whatever you what you say to do and yet i feel like i got fucked in the end but uh, the other woods than that, are long part, dark and deep <laughs> and i have promises to keep and miles to go before i sleep yeah, I mean, really, really. Anyone who gets that reference, I fucking love you on Twitter. <clears throat> the, um, yeah, like, again, it's just insulting as well. Like, oh, so you think Doug's bringing out acts who are shit? Like, shit? But they said acts that, that ended up being, like, super good. Yeah. I mean. How dare you <laughs> lead me down this path of. Uh, I thought you were coming to town with a genuinely shit show. We all had that discussion separately. I had one with, with Hennigan and, and Doug and I had the discussion of like how how do we let people know that Doug is working on new material? This was a thing we it was vexing on how to explain it to so that people don't think you're doing like an hour straight every night. I did the numbers. You were doing at least forty eight to fifty seven minutes, like in like cumulative over the 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 night and, and then sometimes fucking we around had, with the other comics yeah it was great like chris and fairbanks we had uh lucas seeley we had roseanne Barr. i mean we had other people that would jump on as well and that all added to the show the no show was under an hour and 58 minutes i mean yeah, yeah. yeah we, 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 we went long a lot yeah yeah but we had a fucking blast yeah. and i, I like that template i like the freedom to go you know what first of all comedy is not three acts with an opener doing 15 and a middle act doing that cartoon thing of like the, the industrial like stamping it out that it is, is free form yeah I, but well, i realized tonight that i like I, I dictate the rules of my business i used to do a bit about that i think it was about having notes one time i had notes and yeah I, I go people think it's unprofessional i'm the only guy that does my profession i get to dictate the rules yes if i want to go up first and in the middle and then at the end it's my fucking show yes and we did we ended up having fun i was very worried that people and again i i fucking monitor uh social media like a fucking you know, the, the, the last German in the bunker. And <laughs> there was not, there. that is the only fucking complaint. For, and that, it was like three weeks or more than that after the fucking tour was over. Not, nobody. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did I, I agree. They, they, like they, they measured their words. They really fucking, they really pissed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they waited until I posted a fucking picture of Ichabod and Henry. And then like, oh, now's my time to pounce. You know? <laughs> He's bringing the pets into it. Unbelievable. You, you bring up a good point, Doug, in that you are really, you, you can dictate what you're doing, and it's hard to get out of that mentality. And Brendan Walsh, a friend of ours, a, a comic, he has the bone zone, and I was talking to him. I've known him for years. I met him through you. Name dropper. <laughs> who? And uh, he, uh, 
I was talking to him about the podcast, and I was like, like questioning whether we were doing certain things right. And he goes, Shaylee, what, what the fuck's the problem? Is, is sound coming out of the other end? And I go, well, well, yeah. He goes, so what the fuck? What's, what's your fucking problem? Just, just, you're doing it. You don't have to overthink it. You just do it. And, and like the, the business that I've started here in Bisbee off of the merchandise and stuff like that, I get to fucking make the rules. And it's, it's the same with you. you. You can. You don't get fucking crazy with it. But coming up with this idea, it I was a long hard. time. I don't want to suck. But it was a long time. <laughs> Nor do I want to sell something that sucks? So Figuring out that format was over a year of like figuring out how and when to do it. And when you finally decided to do it, it seemed like it was kind of... Occasionally, you have someone that bitches about the ticket price. And mm. then you go, all right. Here's your go-to. Hey, comics, if you're listening, here's your go-to. This is what, and name 10 shitty comics you can find that are charging fucking $100 a ticket or 80 bucks a ticket. I go, any questions? I've never had someone. Yeah. And then another thing that I guess is a slight thing that pisses me off, but we never, no, it's the opposite way. We never, ever get thanked for using brown paper tickets. Nobody ever says to us, Thanks for not having a $10 service fee. Fucking Ticketmaster. You know? Fuck you for your 99 cents plus 3%. Yeah. There's occasionally, yeah. there's times we have to use Ticketmaster. Occasionally. And it's, it's dirty. I, 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 I bleed out of my ass in a shower, crying like yeah. leaving Las Vegas. Elizabeth Shue after she was raped, and she's bleeding from the ass in the shower. That's how I feel when I have to use Ticketmaster. Uh, so we try to avoid that at all mm. costs. Some That's markets, a handful of times. I don't even remember. Fucking, I think uh, uh, Boston, I think. Yeah. Is, is oh, Boston, was, again, you actually get a very good example because you can, we have brown paper tickets in the theater and you can actually see the, the service fee comparison. Hey, you know what? When we have to use Ticketmaster... Can we put up a brown paper tickets logo? That's what we did in the UK, remember? We, we you know these mics are on. Remember that, yeah, <laughs> Maybe that, you shouldn't be talking No, no, this is a great this. idea. No, we did that in the UK. The, Anytime you're forced to use that fucking piece of shit. Because the venue is, is assigned to. I, yeah. I, I'm sure remember? there's no rule that can't say, hey, if you'd have used brown, if, if we could have used brown paper tickets, you'd have saved this much. Oh, you I know. This yeah. much no, we, no, whatever. We, we definitely did that in the UK tour before the bad one. <laughs> well, everyone remembers the bad one. Doesn't Ticketmaster they the secure mic. the venue in so they have a venue that they're that they have a relationship with so you can't even be there unless Correct. you use them. I mean that, so. it's a very I mean their Ticketmaster's model is one of those things which you know I hate to say it but I, have, I admire cuz it's ev it's evil and smart. Uh you know you buy out Brian's huge on evil. <laughs> yes, this is why the libertarians can't get elected. Because they're yeah, because they're not. No, because they're 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 openly evil. Mm. Fuck them. Fuck them. No, I think not all of them. Nah, the not Gary Johnson. No, no, the libertarians are. Their issue is just sheer organization. They're not. All right, let's get back yeah, to yeah, you. Get let's back get back track. to your stand-up comedy. Yes, that's right. So let's go. So I was lucky enough to be in the 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 nice bar that's tended by Kerry Mitchell at the Comedy Store, and. Uh, Brian Redban is there. Brian does. Uh, Brian Hennigan does a lot of things uh, that you find out after the fact. He's a very secretive s 
filthy, surreptitiously working behind the scenes kind of. Well, you can't he be, does wait, you can't be sur- surreptitious and not be working behind the That's scenes. That's you, true. You, You're right. You, you like go to a, uh, his apartment and you find a a playbill where he did a Shakespeare play. I'm like, what the fuck? You did a Shakespeare play? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, let me tidy up. That's not. <laughs> let me tidy up. The gal up. wasn't in today. It's like he's yeah. hiding a porno mag. He does all oh, this weird nothing. shit behind your back, and you have to find out about it. Do you know that Hennigan just did a set at the uh, fucking uh, Pasadena, the Ice laugh house. Ice house? Oh, I heard about that one. That first one. The first one was apocalyptic. And how long did it? Uh, how long was it between the last time you had done stand up to then? Probably. In my own right, doing, yeah, probably nine or ten years. Wow. And people tell you, you never forget to write how to ride a bike. I can assure you, you can. Oh. If, if you're on stage, are you good? You, I, I, can, I no. know what you're like when, after, like, I'm not in comedy for six months, you're standing there and your, bot, your head says, oh, I know what I should be doing. And your mouth is doing none of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking three weeks. Yeah. Two days sometimes on the road. Yeah. Like, fuck, what was the yeah. shit I was working on? The audience had a look on their face like they were watching. It's like they'd been told they're about to watch a blooper reel on YouTube and there was no bloopers. It was just somebody, you know, making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like anger. It was just utter bemusement at what was happening. And I was also sandwiched between... Two fairly decent comedians. I think I think Brian Moses was on before me, who's a kind of hot shot who runs the roast battle. And I, I was followed by Tony Hinchcliffe. So, you know, I probably look like a parody act at best. Um, but then... Um, and you knew it too. Two oh, veteran yeah. LA comics. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew it. Yes. You yeah. know. Yes. Uh, but the good thing is that uh, Brian Redband's lovely girlfriend, Janice... Who's not Scottish, but that's a Scottish name, um, was in the room and she said, I really liked it. And so I, he, he brought me back two weeks later and uh, it was. Which a, is when it's, it's, that's when you have that. When I do two shows a night, if I ate shit on the first show, I'm coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. So, so when you have that, nothing motivates you more than sucking. Well, I mean, that, that's the key. Yeah. You have yeah. to keep doing it. So. So, that did one, you, that, did that, you go that, up that, between? That, in between that? At did all? I do what? Did you go up in between? No, them? because the only places to go up in LA are rooms where you're playing to comedians. Yeah. And there's no point. Uh, I can just go downstairs and talk to Brett Erickson. It's better. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, and that, was, that was a definite you know, redemption gig. It was fantastic. I loved Good. it. Good. And then I, got, then I got to do the Brian Redband. Brian Redband. Brian Redband is a, in the history of Doug Stanhope, an unremarked figure. He was like a, both a, well, I wouldn't. Say, I hesitate to say pre Chaley, but he was like a yeah. No, he no, was no. what webmaster. I was. I was here when uh, he helped out with the forum. I was yeah. doing Doug's website, and he uh, offered when he first came to LA. He just left uh, the Midwest, and uh, he he helped us when the forum went down a couple times from people hacking it. Well, there was the Dimebag Daryl incident where the guy that was running it was a fan of yeah, Dimebag yeah. Daryl. <laughs> it was one of my favorite updates ever. And uh, But the guy that was running my forum on my website was at the show or something where Dimebag Daryl got killed and is a huge fan. And he, he dumped the forum for a minute. 
because of because I wrote this. I wrote this. Oh, because you wrote something. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, <laughs> a, I don't know a satire or whatever. It was the band trying to get paid after the show, <laughs> yeah. but you only did two songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but. <laughs> Listen, guys, but they what killed, am I supposed they killed to do? A, they killed our, our lead singer or whatever he was, guitarist. a guitarist. Yeah. yeah, but still, you were hired to do you know, two sets, and you only did, I can't. You have to play four. Just so to, I just wrote this whole like uh, imaginary <laughs> argument of the band still trying to get paid after the show, and he took it all. Uh, it was shitting on fucking club owners being cheap. Yeah. But he, reactionary. Who? I don't know some dude. The that guy fun. running the board. I don't know what a forum is. Was it Come PFE? On. Was it pure fucking evil? No. Or Jesus loves Doug Stanhope. Jesus, yeah, pure yeah. fucking evil. Yeah, yeah. It's pure fucking yeah. evil. Ah, oh, the good old days. I don't know. It was some dude that was friends of Red Band. There were all this Columbus unit out there. I've got nothing but fucked in Columbus. Columbus, Missouri. No, that's Ohio. Columbia. Oh, sorry. Didn't they give you a, some citizens? Jesus Christ! What did you have to hey, do? Hey, stop challenging me on that. Well, all right. The Brian, test really isn't hey, over. Hey, what are you looking forward to in in wrapping up? What are you looking forward to in uh, at Burning Man this year? Uh, dressing like a normal dude and not doing drugs. A tie That's, and loafers. Yeah, I, 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 I like. Funny enough, I actually picked up a pair of loafers at the thrift store. Colhan, some Colhans. No, there were they're, no, they're not Colhans. Bush. There, there was no, but going back to, okay, I can't talk about it. It's not out, but um. Yeah, what can we talk about? Am I writing that, a second book what, or what, not? What I would tell you is that clearly somebody in Bisbee with size nine and a half shoes has died recently <laughs> because there was a whole array of things I could have bought. Uh, and I, I had to, Penny Lane? No, the, the real thrift store with the, with the two evil twins. What? You know, the, the, the Penny Lane and the, uh, the your a, thrift our, store. Your thrift store. Oh, your thrift store, the junk, yeah. the junk store. Yeah. So um, the, the dog open. barking no, yeah, is great. But the windows are open, so it doesn't matter. I, I thought maybe that might help. So, well, why don't we just call? Anyway, right. you're going to Burning Man. Yeah. We I'm, wish I, you luck. Thank We're you. We're going to Vegas. Yeah, I won't be there for the gig, but I mean, I had to book Burning Man years ago. I just found out that uh, the both of the guys that I do a podcast with, Matt Becker and John Norris, are flying out to Vegas. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I thought... Becky's not coming. Becky's coming too, but John Norris and we do a podcast called uh, "Near the Wild Alaska." And uh, All right. good because I have something on my back for her to pick. <laughs> She'll be there, but she's only showing up for the uh, turkey dinner across the street. All right, there's going to be a lot of fucking weird podcasts to come from this weekend. <laughs> Eat first, with James Becky. Inman, Brendan Walsh, the Beckers, uh, Christine Levine. Is a fucking. It goes on and on. Brooks Andy Andrist. Is he coming? Andy's coming. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. it's going to... I do regret not being there to Needle Inman. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Don't we'll worry, do the there's, needling. There's plenty of people to cover oh. your spot. <laughs> uh, all right, that's a podcast, and we're out. Party time. Party time.